How's it going, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the Hoop Jack Podcast Series. I am your host, Chris Farmerstead, and with me is my man, Jake, coming back for another episode. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing well. How about yourself, man? Well, I guess you just said you're doing great. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's one of those days where you feel like you're repeating yourself. It's definitely one of those days. Um, so, NBA season, you know, we're in full swing. We're in the off season right now. Summer League has been going on. Um you know, we're seeing a lot of the, you know, first round picks doing a lot of doing a lot of their things. Um, Brandon Miller didn't have a great game his first time around. Uh, then they played um, last night against the number one pick, Wombanyama in the Spurs. And even Victor Wombanyama was having some trouble. He definitely was. He, he didn't have a great game. Uh, he, oh. he played well, just not offensively. No, and then he talked about how, you know, it's a lot of running up and down the court. I'm like, no, no, duh. It's a lot of running. <laughs> Conditioning's the biggest thing. Conditioning is the big thing. This is not European ball where it's like, oh, I can just, you know, casually take my time. No, this game's fast. It's true. Um... But like you said, it's summer league. There's not a whole lot to go into it. You're, it's a lot of, it's literally rookies who are like college kids and then the overseas kids. So they're just getting kind of a taste of what it's like. And some are, you know, are G League, you know, they know what the deal is, but still, it's the aspect of that. Definitely different from where most of them came from. Um, but they're, they're, they're playing a lot better than I expected just the competition there is just fun to watch man yeah so what's been going on in the off season uh as far as this past weekend what's currently going on this weekend in vegas is nba con which is the uh nba convention where a lot of uh, top executives players you know artists entertainers come over and they kind of have this whole big event where it's basically you know Let's brand the NBA. Let's do something fun and exciting to where we can get the crowd, like fans involved and everything like that. And they have, from what I see, their little convention area, they have a lot of fun activities to do. Like they have, you know, main courts where you can play half courts, a kid's court. I see a pickleball court. They have an autograph stage. They have, you know, merch stores, you know, outdoor music they have like a hoop bus mitchell and s equipment new era you know stuff war ire nba lab where you can find all the you know deals for attire shoes shirts i mean why are we not there i saw, i was really about to ask you that man um i thought maybe we could figure something out but uh why are we not there because i'm looking at the t- i mean that could be a thing for next year because i'm looking at the and I'm like, these are these are cheaper than the prices for Beach It. And for those who don't know, Beach It was an outdoor country festival that was what two fifty for three days. I believe it was two fifty for three days. Yeah, I'm not sure. And right now they had a general mission three day pass, one hundred and fifty bucks for everything. General mission access from noon to eight. That's pretty good. Then you look at their ticket packages. Kids 
kids prices were three days for 50 bucks that's for general admission uh general starter for adult 60 bucks for three day 150 and if you want the mvp pass which is only 1500 available so they limit it very quickly is 250 dollars a day or 600 for a three-day pass but that includes one hour early access a fast pass lane at select nba con act activations priority access and viewing area for nba con concerts an nba convention mvp gift bag and a commemorative nba convention mvp badge like so that we're going next year right going next year like i don't somebody we got to plan the trip we can use you know find out there it'll probably breeze or spirit will be cheap right yeah we can make this happen oh yeah we can definitely make this happen this would be fun this would be ex- like be there getting all the spotlight and like the talent that's already there like the guest speakers who they'll have i've looked at this whole list it's like friday they had they had um amani white and tusi there they had robert horry as one of the guest speakers they had nas reed trey young OG Ananube, um, Kevin Huter, Jared Vanderbilt, Zaire Williams, Juan Toscano Anderson as guest player appearances. Then they had like network people like Robert Horry. They had, I can't, why did they have Ryan Hollins? I don't even like, I'm not, I can't, I gotta hate, I don't like him. I, I get it. Like yeah. it, it's, it's Ryan Hollins. He has the worst takes on ESPN. And then today, Saturday, they had NBA Commissioner Adam Silver on today. And then NBA convention, they had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Victor Womanyama together. And they had Tyrese Halliburton, they had Carl Anthony Towns, you had Moses Moody, Contagious Will Pope, Scoot, Hend- Scoot Henderson was doing was there, autograph signings, uh, Malik Monk. Christian Braun, Jabari Walker, and this is tomorrow. They have Anthony Simmons, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They have Darius Garland, Talon Horton Tucker, Larry Nance Jr., Harrison Barnes, Miles Turner, Dorian Finney-Smith. They got some talent that are doing autograph signings. Yeah, it's it's uh it's not even just talent. It's 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 personality. It, it's good people. Like I, there's only a couple names in here. Well, not really a couple, but there's a lot of names in here that are just people that I grew up loving and watching and just enjoying. It. Like it's a lot of current guys, but still, these are guys who are making a name in the NBA right now. Agreed. And I think this would be fun to do for next year. Yeah, we're definitely gonna make it happen. Next year, kind of vibe. Um, and then kind of with a lot of also going on in the off season, as far as NBA free agency, what's been like the, what's been the surprise for you when seeing a lot of these free agency moves? Um, I'm really excited about the Fred Van Fleet going to Houston. Um, I feel like that Houston team was awful last year, but this year I feel like their free agency with Fred Van Fleet, um, they drafted Amen, and I just I really like what they've done this year. Uh, Fred Van Feet, Fleet only signed for three years, one twenty eight. I feel like it's a good signing. Um, 
and then Jordan Poole going over there uh, to Washington. I know that wasn't a free agency, but it was a trade. But I think he's going to play well over there. Um, and But how do you feel about Russell Westbrook only taking $8 million? That's my question. That's low. <laughs> really low. And then you got um, the dude from Memphis. Um, you had, but you he, also Eric Rose signed with the Grizzlies, too. Yes, yes. So that, that's a decent pickup to add because you need a vet guard who can at least lead in some way. So I'm a Knicks fan, and losing D. Rose is really heartbreaking, but I'm really excited for him to go back to his uh, college days and, and go back. And also, the Chicago Bulls have applied for a disabled player exemption for Lonzo Ball. If granted, the exception would be worth $10.2 million, which is about half of Lonzo's salary. Ball is expected to miss the entire 2023-2024 season after undergoing knee surgery. So upsetting. I really like the Ball brothers. Lonzo, yeah. LaMelo. And he, LaMelo just signed a big deal, too. He did. $250 million, I believe, right? Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I wish I had that much money. I think the big question is, where is Dame Dollar going? I still think he's going to end up on the Heat, but I, I've i also heard some things that he might stay in Portland, but here's the thing. They, they were talking about if he had not signed with, if Chris Ball had not signed with the Warriors, he would have gone to Golden State. Here's my question. Would that have been labeled him the, the next Kevin Durant? Um, in the aspect of joining a super team, I would say yes, but at the same time, I feel for Kevin Durant because if you had the opportunity to go win some rings, what's the problem? I don't see the problem with that. I think it was the fact that the situation, how it was, where he could have won it with the Thunder, they were up three to one in their series against Golden State and then lost. Who got hurt in that series to make them lose? Because I feel like somebody did, but I can't nope. remember. Nobody did. They just tanked. They choked. Nobody got hurt in that series. Westbrook was healthy. I think Harden was healthy at the time. Harden was still there. It was still the big three. Yeah, but Harden wasn't really a big contributor back then. Like he, Once he went to the Rockets, that's when he became like... He still had the presence big. of um, Serge Ibaka on that team. That's true. You still had... You know, defense. Kevin, Kevin Durant was not lethal. Was this is lethal? I mean, he was MVP. He was. I mean, year or two prior, he was MVP. I, I, I but I get it. Um, I get it. You know, you want to go win a championship, and the, the there's the risk of what you're going to be labeled as, and kind of the risk the risk outweigh that. But at the same time, it's like he now he still hasn't been able to close the deal on a championship by trying to lead. He's, to be honest, he's still that Warriors team, it was still Steph leading that team. It was still Steph, Clay, then Durant. It might have still been Draymond over Durant, but still. Well, they were fun to watch. You can't deny that. No, they were fun to watch. <laughs> they were really fun to watch. About it, the Warriors were still doing great. They had a 73 win year. The 
when before Durant. In a 73 win year before Durant. And then Durant comes, their record lowers, but they win what back to back? Yes. I think they had won like th- what three out of the four that year. It was the year prior. The next year Cleveland came back. And then the next two were Golden State. And then they lose the next one. Was it the next one they lost to um Toronto? No, that was like two years later, I believe. Years later. It was the Warriors. I can't even I'm like trying to think. Um it's like there, but it's not there. Um, I don't know. It'll come to me. Um, all right, well, but we're gonna Golden State in 2015. Golden State are Cavs in 16. Golden State the next two years, and then the Raptors the year after that. Yeah, I thought it was Toronto. I thought it was Toronto after that because they went to three straight final. Well, they've gone to five straight finals. They won three of them. Yes. Because they knew they lost to Cleveland. I thought Toronto was either 19 or 20, but I thought Toronto was next. And then COVID hit. 20 was the bubble. That's when the Lakers won the bubble. And then it went to Milwaukee, and then it went back to Golden State. And then back to Golden State, and then recently to Denver, who won their first title in franchise history. Yes. But you can't be mad at it, because you can't hate on Denver. No, I don't hate because Denver, Denver should have had it. I felt like they could have had it last year, the year before, if Murray wasn't hurt. I think Murray had to come back. Porter had to learn how to shoot. And Aaron Gordon needed to lead as well. In fact, they had another shooter in um, Caldwell Pope. Yeah, Pope was Pope is one of the best role players in the NBA in my opinion he's just fun to watch too yeah too 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 much to where like he wants the ball all the time but when he has the opportunity he can score the ball which is what you need on teams yeah that is what you need we're gonna take a quick break guys when we come back we have our one-on-one hooper profile with University of Alabama men's wheelchair basketball player. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hoop Jack podcast series. Today, for our one-on-one Hooper profile, we have a very special guest from the Alabama uh, wheelchair basketball team. We have Mr. Eric Francis. Eric, it's great to have you on the show, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for inviting me. So, um, kind of getting right into it, um, have you been in your whole life in a wheelchair or no so um i was born with a disability called spinal bifida which just affects um, my lower body so my legs um my hips and my knees mainly um i've been in a wheelchair but i've used assistive devices called afos ankle foot orthotics um that have just helped me to walk better um i do have an everyday chair that i use to get around campus because it's, it's quite large honestly um uh-huh. but other than that um i haven't been confined to a wheelchair my whole life well, I'm actually I'm glad that hasn't stopped you. Uh, I can tell that from you're making out of the situation by being able to want to compete and from what I, uh, becoming star athlete at Alabama. And when did you decide that you wanted to get invested in the ball? 
Um, so I, started, I started playing basketball in about fourth grade. Um, then I kind of just fell in love with it. But I think going into high school and just realizing my true potential, um, I realized that I could I could make this bigger than just high school. I could go to college for it. Um, but just like um, your stand-up sports, we I, I went to camps. Um, coaches talked to me. And so I think probably around my junior, sophomore, junior year, is when it really started to pick up in terms of coaches talking to me and my potential of going to college and making this um, a bigger thing for me. So um, probably around summer, junior year, I was going to camps and talking to coaches about the possibility of me playing for them. Um, and I think that's probably when it started to be a real reality of, of, of I'm going to be great at this at the sport that I play. I understand. It's great to hear. What were some of the – so was Alabama kind of the only school you were looking at or were there other schools? No, kind of so I was looking at Alabama, Auburn, and then the University of Arizona. Um, and so those were the three. Right now in the wheelchair basketball community, there's currently about, I would say, 10 to 12 colleges um, that offer basketball as a sport. And then within those 10 to 12, about um, probably six to eight of those are competitive in offering scholarships for their athletes to play on. Um, for me, um, it was those three because I just of the connection with the coaches, but then also kind of the proximity and to my home and then also just prestige of like um, college and how the sport was run at their university. Right, because uh, you you grew up in Smyrna, Georgia. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, correct. How far is that from uh, Tuscaloosa? It's just just under a three hour drive, so it's not very far, honestly. Yeah. So at least uh, family will be able to come out and support you however they can. Correct. Exactly. Um, yeah. And being a sophomore right now, I see you want to major in marketing. Uh, yeah. What do you kind of want to pursue with that kind of idea, or do you still yeah. want to, or would you also like to kind of be like an outreach for the handicap community with basketball and sports in general? Exactly. Kind of on the, on the, on the same wavelength you're on. I just, my, my main goal with marketing is just to be able to kind of to, to market adaptive sports to the general population. So it shows people what individuals with disabilities can do through sports. Cause I feel like sports is, is a great avenue to show people what individuals with disabilities can do. Cause I feel like, so many of us are connected through sports and with sports that, um, especially basketball, I think it's one of the fastest growing and the most popular we have in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, I could just show individuals what we can do. We can compete at a high level and show them that we're just not, we're more than our disability and we can, and we can play sports at a high level. Absolutely. And it's great to have that, especially like you were talking about sports is, you know, everyone can, start it whether whether they're experienced in one thing or just getting started and be able to kind of join like community of their own um within that sport to kind of branch out and social exactly exactly um i did uh the national championship congratulations thank you very much what was that kind of like uh that's the best as far as or adapted in the back in, in college basketball. I think it was is a great feeling because I remember freshman year we made it the national championship game and, and we unfortunately lost then. Um, but it was just I think the group of guys for my sophomore season was just tremendous in the in the fact that we had a brotherhood that was bigger than than basketball and we were fighting for more than 
just that individual like showmanship. Um, but to be the best of the best it is just amazing. I think for me, especially, I've made it to a couple national championship games um, in my high school career, and then obviously won my freshman year. But then sophomore year, I think it was just a culmination of just the guys in the in the passion we had for the game, but also the passion we had for each other, and the fact that we knew we could go out there and and win this. We um, all season we had lost. I think it was three games up until that one to the Arizona. University of Arizona, which we played in that national championship game. So I think we we just we knew even through our losses that we could win it. We had a mentality of of yes, we've lost, but we're bigger than these. And we we go into practice every day, every single day, just trying to get better, trying to fight for what we knew we could. I think um going to an, into our nationals, we played um three games, one against Mizzou, um, won that pretty handily, then Il- University of Illinois. Um, that game was it was a little bit more challenging, and I think um, it really showed us that we could win through a lot of grit and a lot of toughness. And then um, the ch- championship game against Arizona, I think, was a culmination of just our composure and our compassion for each other. Um, it was a back and forth, up and down game. And I think one thing that, in particular, the, of that game was we never truly lost our, our fight or our grit. It was never over oh, down by by six or seven, it was always, we got this, keep going, keep chugging along. And I think for me, it was just seeing that for my teammates and then for me, just instill that confidence in, in our ability to, to continue to fight back and come back um, during those tough times. And I think we never lost our composure was the main thing um, for us. We always stayed level-headed and calm. And I think that's probably one of the best things that won us that, that national championship game. And that's, great that everybody was able to come together and culminate into the national championship and succeed there. What are some of the goals that you want to continue at your time at Tuscaloosa, whether it's on the court or off the court? Um, For me on the court is is one another another championship. Honestly, I think that's probably everybody's biggest goal. Um, Just culminate a relationship with my brothers on the court. I can translate off the court too, because I think, um, my, one thing my mom always says is there's, it's bigger than basketball. It, it'll end at some point in time. So I think just creating those relationships that'll last a lifetime um, for me, that'll that'll kind of grow beyond basketball. And then off the court, I guess, just just um, doing well in school and then um, creating relationships again with people outside of basketball. That'll help me in my long-term goals of, of, of promoting the sport um, at school, whether it's through, the, through our, our department or just um, in a bigger atmosphere, um, whether that be nationally or internationally. I think for me, basketball, there's an opportunity for me to play overseas, not yet in the United States. So that's definitely one of my goals is, is to find a team um, in Europe to play for for a couple of years, um, then come back to the States and, and hopefully um, do my my career goal of advocating for, for people with disabilities through sports. Um, but I think the, that would be my goals for the next upcoming years and then um, those those years coming out of college. Absolutely. And my last question to you is, what advice do you have for adapted athletes who want to continue playing through, who want to continue playing basketball, athletics through college, and then, like you said, you have the dream of wanting to play pro. What would be your advice to them? Um, I'll just... So stay steady and, and do more outside of practice. I, I remember for me in like high school, we only met once a week 
on a Saturday and, and to be where I am today, I knew I had to do more than just that. So I'd say continue to, to work with your, your juniors team or your high school team, but also know that it's gonna it's gonna take more than just that that couple times in practice. Go outside, weight lift, eat right, do your individual skills outside of practice so you can get better and 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 be that player you know you wanna be. Because I think um, for those younger players, it is it is about your individual work that'll make you stand out to those coaches and, and get you that opportunity to play in college. So I would say just stay level-headed, get get some work outside of practice, um, and just continue to do what you do best. Be that same person that you know how to be and, and continue to, to blossom and grow. Absolutely, man. That's great advice to the up-and-coming athletes and, you know, anyone who wants to have fun with the concept of playing in general. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be it. Eric, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. I wish you the luck moving forward, and I hope you guys continue to spread the kind of awareness for adapted athletes and being able to kind of be that voice and for the next generation coming up. And, you know, I wish you, wish you guys the best of luck, and hopefully – Alabama can continue to bring in a couple more national titles while you're still there. Thank you very much. Thanks for inviting me on the podcast. Back with more Hoop Jack, guys, so stay tuned. And we're back, guys. So I want to thank Eric for taking the time to come on the show and make sure to keep checking him out as he continues his um, adapted basketball career of Alabama. Roll Tide. Um... So what we like to do here for the last two segments is we each go over our top five. Uh, We're going to do top five sports video games and top five movies. First, we're going to do video games and we're not we're not going to do. I don't know. Do you want to do franchises or do you want to just do specific games? Uh, Let's do franchises. Do franchises. Okay. Um, Since you're. New, I'll give you the first pick for franchises first. Well, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you the first pick. All right, then I will take, um, I'll take, uh, Los Angeles Lakers. The, uh, I can't remember the year off the top of my head, but the Kobe and Shaq years. Oh, wait, you're talking sports you're talking teams oh, i'm thinking like video games oh my bad my bad my bad games it's all right i would have picked them too <laughs> that would have been my number one pick okay we're going sports here i'm definitely going madden you're going madden oh i gotta pick um i gotta pick nfl blitz okay okay I pick NFL blitz because that was like one of the first if you weren't playing like uh hardcore wrestling video game or fighting game you wanted action in sports that was it nfl blitz was you could throw people after the game was over yeah i I remember used playing that a long time ago yeah for my number two pick i think i'm gonna um i'm gonna go 2k man um 2k probably 21 is my favorite nba yeah uh okay I'm going to go NBA Street Volume 2. Okay, okay. NBA Street was the real deal. I had to pick NFL Street, but NBA Street had the soundtrack. It had the 
commentary. It had, you know, it had it. Had, the graphics held up too. I don't think I've ever played that one. <gasps> Savage. I might have to try to figure out how to play that one. You're gonna have to look those up. That was great. Um. All right. What's your next pick? Um. I think I might surprise you on this pick a little bit, but um, I'm a big UFC guy, so I'm, I think I'm gonna stick with some USC three or four. Okay. I mean, that's nothing wrong with a good fighting game. Uh, my next pick, I'm gonna take NCAA football fourteen. Oof, that was my next pick. That was the last college football game up until next summer, which I'm hoping it'll be good. But you just don't know. They don't know what it's going to be like. So I am I pick NCAA 14 because that was the last legitimate, you know, college and I still think it's better than Madden, to be honest. I've just I've, I've grew up on Madden, and Madden was my game. Yeah, I guess Fly is the only one I'm good at. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're fourth. My, my number four pick. I think I might go with. I'm in a bind. I don't want to tell you my next pick, but I'm in a bind between uh, MLB games and. NHL, man. NHL, I'm not a big hockey guy. I know yeah. a lot about it, but I'm not a big hockey game. But the video games, they I feel like they've done very well with them. So I'm going to go NHL for my number four pick. Okay. That's not bad. You know, a hockey game. Uh, I'm, like, contemplating because, one, on the one hand, I like it, but I don't know if others like it. And this was a decent game because... Uh, I think this one made or broke, made or break friendships. Uh, my number four, I'm gonna go Mario Kart. Okay, okay. Because that one could tear relate friendships apart. It could, it could. I actually have a really good experience for that one, but that's a whole different conversation for a way for time. <laughs> Always a different conversation. I think Mario Kart, even the first one, it held its own, like. With the Nintendo 64, that held its own by itself. Um, and then it got, you know, more better. It got better over the years, and it was just very interesting to kind of see. So that was my number four. And what's your last pick? I don't think you're going to beat this pick. I think it's the best pick of this. Um, I'm going to go with Wii Sports. Oh, I'm going oh the OG Wii Sports? To the Wii Sports with tennis, baseball, bowling, golf, and boxing. You oh. can't. The, the first five. You cannot beat that pick. You can't. Yeah, it's really hard to beat. <laughs> that's that's a good fifth pick because it's not... That was like the basic game that you would get with the Wii. <laughs> and there was no multiplayer. You faced up against guys like Steve and like all of the Brad and all of them. Oh, man, that was such a fun game. I need to get a Wii back so I can play it again. <laughs> Well, they come. They came out with a Switch, Nintendo Switch Sports. Yeah, but you can't go wrong going back to the Wii. You can't, but it's it's the same concept with the Switch because it's still graphics. And they've added volleyball and soccer. That's, that, 
Didn't Wii Sports have golf too? Or am I? No, they are adding golf also to Switch Sports. They just haven't done it yet. Okay. Um, my fifth pick because it's tough because there's so many. Like I want to pick a basketball game, but I've already I already did NBA Street. I did NFL Blitz over NFL Street. I think the only game I'm missing is baseball. And I gotta go with a classic. I gotta go Mario Super Sluggers. Okay. I was not expecting that at all. That game was that game was good because it was, it was definitely fun. It was fun just to see like the animations and the you know the power-ups that you could do with uh, a lot of the hitters. Don't they have a similar one that you can like download on your phone? Or am I wrong on that? I don't honestly know. Maybe I looked up. I think I feel like it's similar to it, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it'd be interesting to kind of look up. All right, so that was our draft of sports video games. I think it's it's close because I think it's close to the fact that you know we each have different viewpoints of it. Oh yeah, agree completely. Um. All right, so let's go top five sports movies for each of us. I'll give you the first pick as well. Well, my first pick is super easy. I've watched this movie probably a thousand times. I'm going with The Sandlot. It was on my list. <laughs> How dare you? That was on my list. Uh, all right. Well, this movie hasn't, but the talent alone holds up. Uh, I'm gonna go hustle. That's I like that movie. It's, I've watched it a good amount of times. Um, it, it's. It, it, I feel like it's realistic. Obviously, I don't know. I don't know the backgrounds of that, but it just the way they made the movie seems realistic. So I really like that movie. It was really good. All right, your second pick. My number two pick. I think this might shock some people. I, I don't know if everybody's gonna agree with me here, but I'm gonna go. The Longest Yard, the newer one with Adam Sandler. Yeah. It's a good movie. Um, I'm going to stick it with... I'm going to stay with football. I'm going to go uh, Remember the Titans. Ooh, that's a good movie. Because Denzel, you know... Denzel is amazing. You know, Wood Harris, all them, you know. Strong side, left side. <laughs> That's my number two. For my third pick, I think I'm going to keep Adam Sandler in here. And I'm going to go Happy Gilmore. Oh, man. Uh, that's a great movie because that originated the, like, walk-up swing. <laughs> People and, then everybody, and then everybody wanted to do Happy Gilmore. The Happy Gilmore shot. Yeah. It. It'll never go away. No. Uh, my number three. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with. Uh, I'm gonna stick with baseball. Actually, no. I take that back. No, I am gonna stick with baseball because I was contemplating on two because they're both really good. But if it's one that I've watched a lot more, 
I'm going to go with Major League. Oh, that was my next pick. I'm going to go Major League. Oh, no. I was literally about to ask you if I could do the whole series. Oh, you took my pick. That took Major <laughs> Because that's... I had another one, but I've seen Major League more. And, you know, Rick Wild Thing Vaughn is amazing. I'm so upset with that. Like, his, his walk-up song is more famous than, you know, Timmy Trumpet. <laughs> or, I'm sorry. Oh, man, I'm so sad now. <laughs> I'm sorry I took your third, your fourth pick. Uh, okay, well, I think I got my fourth pick, my backup here on my list. I think I'm going to go... Um, I think my fourth is going to be the water boy. I think I've done a lot of Adam Sandler's, and I apologize for that, but... <laughs> think he just really does good sports movies so i'm gonna go with Waterboy here yeah uh gosh there's so many like good ones and i picked a few it's tough it's tough because i don't know where to go next with this because i've done hustle i've done basketball i've done football i've done baseball do I want to go back to another? I'm thinking golf. Oof! But you took you took Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Do I want to go with this because it's not so much golf as it's more comedy? And you already took the Sandlot for me, and I'm disappointed in that because that would be like my third pick. Um, I think I think I'm gonna stick with basketball. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the original, not the new one. The original. Say it. I'm so sad. I'm gonna go the original. White man can't jump. Oh, that's not what I was expecting, but that's a good pick. I'm going to go the original White Man Can't Jump, and here's why. I still haven't seen the new White Man Can't Jump, and it's It's good. It's really good, man. But I hear it's really good. I hear Jack Harlow's hilarious. Fantastic. But the only thing I, I liked about, I like the original, is because you don't expect Woody Harrelson to be that good at basketball and you really don't expect him um, to bag a girl like Rosie Perez because <laughs> when you first see Rosie Perez you're like god damn oh. she is beautiful oh, I believe you I believe you she is beautiful but the o- that's the only reason I didn't put the new one up there is because I hadn't seen it yet. The original White Man Can't Jump is great. And you just, with Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson just kind of joking with each other, trying to hustle people. Yeah. Great. I think you need to try to watch the, the new one. I do ah. to watch it. But um, for my fifth pick, am I allowed to give you my tie between two? And then you can have two. Is that okay? But We'll do a tie for fifth. All right, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to go with the original Space Jam. 
wasn't one of my picks. Okay. You have Space Jam. And then my second one, I don't know if you you'll know this one, but it's called Like Mike. Are you kidding? The original, like, no, the that... new one, the new one. Oh, which was that one? There's a, I think it's a new one. Um, I can't remember the dude's name. Um, the original one was with Bow Wow. Yeah, it's with it's with Bow Wow. That's what I'm talking. About. Yeah, yeah, that's the original one, man. I, I was gonna pick that one. I like that movie. That was a great movie. <laughs> that was funny, too. Yes. All right, what's your fifth pick, man? All right, tied for fifth. I'm going to go two classics. I'm going to go um, Field of Dreams. Oh, good movie. And you probably hadn't seen this one either. Um, it's called The Legend of Bagger Vance. I have not seen that one. It's, uh, it's with... Uh, Matt Damon and Will Smith. Oh. It's a golf movie back in 2000. But really good. Um, Field of Dreams was, you know, Kevin Costner was amazing in that movie. And just the fact that him and his family are the only ones who can see the ball players and nobody else can. <laughs> and then Bagger Vance is like, you know, some bagger vance just shows up out of nowhere to help matt damon win like this golf tournament and he eventually disappears and then at the end you see uh matt damon's older character kind of see bagger vance and he hasn't aged a bit in the shadows so it's interesting but the whole you know that was one of will smith's good movies back in the day before i think it was it was after he did wow wow west and before he did I am I am robot I believe it was that time frame I, I've never seen it so I, I have no after, and this was after Independence Day I know this was after Independence Day because Independence Day was like in the night was 90s right uh, I'm not sure I'm pretty sure it was 90s but those would be my two that were great for me. That was tough with uh, the draft process with that because, like, you took a lot of my movies that I was going to say. Because after seeing them, like, one so many times, you just kind of know. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so I want to thank everyone for taking the time to come uh, to, to listen and to keep supporting. I want to thank Eric Francis for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, really great guy. Again, guys, make sure to check him out. And his journey with Adapted Athletics. Um, be sure to check out our affiliates and great sponsors out there with Boosted Biz, Kenichi Bear. Uh, check out the work at Moolah Kicks, uh, Shop GLD. You can also check out Noggin Boss, which, if you don't know what those are, they're really great big hats. It makes you look like, you know, the bobbleheads. But you gotta check out those hats. And continue to keep supporting the show. I hope everyone has a safe and wonderful weekend. Uh, Make sure to have fun. Uh, Be productive. I know it's hot out there. And I can attest to that that it's hot out there because I've been sunburned twice in the last five days. So it's no fun. Yeah, I'm in the process of peeling right now. (laughs) 
been peeling for a day and a half, and now I'm back to peeling again. But continue to like, support the show, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you can find us. Um, And remember, don't be a bystander. Be a hooper and keep balling. Peace.